Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Every once in a while, Tommy, you got to make that paycheck stretch. Yeah, you do, buddy. We've all been there. And it includes a food budget. Yeah. There are times in everyone's life where dinner on Thursday night will not look the same as dinner did on Monday night. Mm. And one suggestion from a rich and powerful man on what to do in that scenario. There you go. Has people freaking out, (laughs) which is a little strange. Yeah. Because hasn't everyone at a broke point in their life done this to get by? Yeah, I think so. Sure. You're hanging out in the breaker. Ron, just classic rock. 96.5 WCMF. We'll jump right into the story. What do you got? Well, folks do not love the price of groceries no, right it's too now. too damn high, Pat. And for those looking to make ends meet, mm. the CEO of the Kellogg's Corporation. Mr. Mr. Cereal himself. <laughs> yes, makers of the most famous breakfast cereals, went on CNBC last week mm-hmm. with a suggestion how to stretch your food budget when you don't have the cash. What do you do? His suggestion, cereal for dinner. There you go. Cornflakes, kids. Quote, cereal for dinner is probably something that's more in trend now. And he went on to say that a bowl of cereal with milk and fresh fruit costs on average Mm. under a dollar. So here's what's funny. Yeah. This wasn't just some off-the-cuff statement from the Kellogg CEO. Yeah. Now, people freaked out about yeah. what he said. They accused him of being out of touch. They said he was trying to take advantage of legitimate struggles and made the statement, Someone like him. Yeah, yeah. It's, he's like a rich, smug-ass dude. He would never have to have cereal for dinner. No. But the Kellogg's Corporation... He probably doesn't eat cereal, period. The Kellogg's Corporation, Tommy, actually launched an ad campaign last year called Give Chicken the Night Off, encouraging people okay. to have cereal for dinner to save cash. So this wasn't just some stupid thing he said. This is part of a targeted okay. advertising yes. campaign. To get you to buy more cereal. Breakfast for dinner. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I understand the optics of, you know. A big bowl of sugar for dinner. Well, that's not good. Mm-hmm. But a millionaire, potentially billionaire, coming yeah. on television and saying, you serve cereal for yeah. dinner. But the folks that are upset, have they never been broke before? Isn't cereal for dinner the standard, we ain't got the cash to make it to the end of the week dinner? I could see, like, college kid, broke-ass kid, but if you're a family of four giving your kids cereal for dinner probably isn't the best idea. But every now and then, like, when my mom 
would like switch it up. Like we're just gonna have cereal or or breakfast or something different for dinner. You know, she was sick of you, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> I, she was sick of feeding you. But that was like, fun. It was like she was at the end of her. Rope, I didn't man. care as a kid. That was fun. Like yeah, let's have let's have cinnamon toast crunch for dinner. Sounds good to me. Bro, like the amount of times we had cereal for dinner <laughs> when I was a kid. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like your mother would be like the person I would think about who had to stretch and feed big boys food. Like what was like? Because I remember like. <laughs> Hamburger Helper was like her thing, right? It only well, went no. so far. When we got Helper, we couldn't afford the hamburger. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't uh, afford that glove. I don't know why you put the hamburger in there. It's good just on its own. What we having? Just stuffing? Well, like the most <laughs> <laughs> like the most ironic part of this guy's statement yeah. from Kellogg's, right? Like if you are doing cereal for dinner for budgetary reasons, mm-hmm. you're not buying a name brand cereal. That is a multi-meal. Yeah, <laughs> no question. So you got to go busted ass cereal. That cereal is coming in a re- resealable bag. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Tommy, yeah. to the point you just made. If you need to stretch a dollar, but you don't want cereal for dinner, what are the best broke-ass dinner concoctions? Because the goal is to make it cheap, Mm -hmm. but make it feel like real dinner, right? Right. Phone number is 252-WCMF. What did you make? What do you make? What is the least depressing thing you can make with no money for your family for dinner? So I'm thinking number one, pasta. Amen. You're right. Pasta, butter, butter noodles. Okay, butter noodles, yes. But even you can go sauce. Like a box of pasta is under a dollar. Right. You can get a cheap-ass jar of sauce for two bucks. Yeah. That's a $3 dinner. And you're eating. And that's pretty, it'll look like a meal. Yeah. It'll actually look like, and smell like actual dinner. And if you're feeding like big people, two boxes of pasta, (laughs) two jars of sauce. Well, now we're getting up into like the $5 range. But that's about it. Okay. I mean, you're, you're not breaking the budget. Okay. And You're by the way, not there's, allowed. There's busted. What, what, what's that busted ass college noodle? Ramen. Ramen? You yeah. can't, I don't know if I want to. This stuff's not good for you. Soup. Well, there's Kellogg's soup. every night. No, I understand. Okay, soup. Well, I'm thinking like if oh, you. Oh, yeah, can of yeah, cheap ass soup. Yeah. Soup for dinner? You can't have just soup for dinner. Yeah, yes, you can. Could. Well, you could, but it's not great. It's, it's chicken evening soup. cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy dinner cereal. No, you can't just feed your kids soup. It's not a stew if there's nothing in it. I can't just give my kids tomato soup. No, but you could eat like chicken. Like, I, I, I yeah, can like got, Wegmans got, can of chicken noodle soup. It's got veggies you, in it, some of them. What's that, like 70 cents a can? You're not going to be full on just chicken noodle soup. How about busted ass sandwich? Okay, get, what's busted ass sandwich? Busted ass sandwich. Not good sandwich, busted ass sandwich. Define busted ass sandwich. Busted ass sandwich would be... Cheap ass sliced cheese. Oh, grilled cheese. Grilled cheese is a number cheese. one. I remember my dad used to make. I, this wasn't really a budget thing. It was more of just my dad had limited, <laughs> a limited menu. I yeah. uh, just toast tuna fish and cheese on top. Ah! I don't melt want hot it. tuna. tuna melt. Hot yeah. tuna coming through. I don't like hot tuna fish like that. I'm with you. Well, I mean, it would be cheap. But going back to the grilled sandwich. Cheese, yeah. Okay. Right. You can get a loaf of bread for. Well, you'll have bread in the house, hopefully. Couple of slices of cheese, mm-hmm. and you throw a sixty-nine cent can of soup on the side. Tomato soup, bro. You got a that's a delicious meal. Now there's no vegetables. They no vegetables in that cereal. Well, that's why you were freaking out about the cereal, and other people were freaking out about. Well, the no, cereal. you if you have the soup, if you have tomato soup, there's your there's your vegetable. I don't. Does that count as a vegetable? It's tomato. Yeah, but it's also got like a pint of heavy cream in it. All right, how about vegetable? And nobody soup? likes hanging out with heavy cream. But <laughs> how about vegetable soup? Yeah, can you go grilled cheese and vegetable soup though? Beef and barley and grilled cheese. Get out. Of no, my like face. straight vegetable soup. Yeah. No. Oh. You oh, you know, you know, it'd be cheap. What's that? And you can get this stuff, dirt ass cheap, cans of chili. Chili's good. And they sell them cheap ass busted blow. You know, you're gonna, you know, rip ass all night chili. Can of chili would be delicious. Okay, but- and 
You can make that with a sandwich. Okay, but now we're getting into like pricier stuff. Because if you're if you're feeding a couple of big old boys, like I'm gonna eat a can of chili by myself mm-hmm. when I'm a kid. But right? there is that low end chili. No, I understand. But now we're talking like seventy cents per person per can of chili. Let's multiply that times four. Well, you're not gonna get much less than under a dollar a serving for anything. No, but that's what we're talking about here. Sometimes you need under a dollar a serving. Sometimes you got to make with whatever in the pantry. I get that you're spoiled ass boat driving. Blazer having. Well, the galley was always fully stocked. That's what I mean. Like, you don't understand this. There are people that have had to do this, gone through this when they were kids. Like, you got a pantry full of stuff. Oh, a pantry not full of stuff. You have a mm. pantry with some things in it. Make good dinner work. But, but if you went to, like, rough-ass oldies shelves and found, like, low-end chili, right? Or low-end soup. If I ain't got the money in my account, I can't afford the low-end Well, if you ain't got no money, you ain't got no money. You're out of the food game, No, because you got stuff in the pantry. Make it work, bitch. We just figure out what's in there. Because I've been times, man, there just ain't nothing in there. Oh, uh, no. Look, man, depending on how hungry you are, there's always something in there. You just got to figure what, out. Morton how... salt? Bro, it's like, putting, <laughs> it's like a putting a puzzle together of figuring man. out what I can make a meal out of this stuff. I know eggs are, the right price is still crazy or are they back to normal? I don't know. It depends on who you ask. Because you can have scrambled eggs for dinner. You or, could. Yeah, scrambled egg, egg salad, something like that. Ooh, egg salad or just eggs and toast. Egg salad's got too many ingredients. Or just mayo. It's you got to boil mayo. the eggs. You got to put the mayo. You got to put relish in there. You can't do it without relish. I don't put no well, I mean, relish in, man. What are you making? To. Southern yeah. sandwich? I like relish better than celery. My mother used to put celery in egg salad. Oh, well, you just couldn't afford anything else, poor thing. 252 WCMF. We're talking about the best brokest dinner. It comes off of the outrage after the CEO of Kellogg's went on CNBC and said, hey, if you got no money for dinner, just have some cereal. <laughs> Buy my cereal. Let's talk to Rich. Rich, you're on CMF, buddy. What's going on? Hey, nice to see you guys. Hey, uh, two things. First, uh, cereal's not a broke meal. That's just a lazy meal. That's just when your parents don't want to cook, and it's quick and simple. Okay. Yeah, they don't love you. Um, All right. But uh, as far as a broke meal we used to eat as kids, it was uh, sliced fried potatoes with cut-up hot dogs in it. Ooh, that doesn't sound bad, man. My mouth is watering right man, now. Man, grilled dog, yeah. You, know, you, cut up, you cut up the hot dogs, you know, you, you put them in at the end and fry them up with the potatoes, but you season the potatoes, and it's... Kind of like the precursor to a garbage plate without all the other fixings to it. See, here's the thing: if you got an onion lying around, that sets that baby oh, off. Yeah. That yeah. is an offsetting onion yeah. dish. That is, and you can get that for probably three, four bucks for a thing of potatoes and a cheap thing of hot dogs. So, Rich, here's the thing: now, are you in a better spot financially now than you were when you were a kid eating the hot dogs and potatoes? Oh, without a doubt. Okay, do you still find yourself missing those broke ass meals from being a kid? No, because I still make them for my own kids, and they love it. <laughs> Rich, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. You too. All right, take care. So Wait, one you could do that you love. What's that? I think every guy loves this fried bologna sandwich. Oh, God, it's uh, so good. Because I think bologna's pretty cheap, right? Uh, we, I'm not allowed to have bologna. Why? Uh, my wife doesn't let me have bologna. Why can't you have bologna? Because it's not good. Well, no, it's a cold cut. It's not good. No, but, but it's like the worst of the cold cuts. It is? It does. I think so. Does other than what's other, what's the Italian one where it looks like uh, you rolled it in a bunch oh, of... Oh, mortadelle? Yeah. It's got knots of fat in it. <laughs> it looks like a piece of ham that fell into the vacuum cleaner. Yes. <laughs> Does every broke single dude have a package of hot dogs in his fridge? Because I just remember a lot of guys having that. But like, you just, they'll, they just like heat up a hot dog in the microwave for lunch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's easy. Standard, yeah. right? And, and you can eat a hot dog cold that if you too. I bet it. you can. <laughs> You know, here's the thing. Uh, let's go to the phones. Two five two WCM. Let's talk to Nick. Nick, what's your broke ass best ass meal? Fried eggs and white rice. Fried? Fried and eggs and white rice. That almost sounds like yep. I sent it off a oh, Chinese easy. menu. 
over easy, so you get a little uh, orange. So you with, put the, with, orange the, with, with the rice. I bet that's good. I've done scrambled. I remember scrambled eggs and rice as a kid. I don't know if I like it fried. I'm out, Nick. I'm out on your broke-ass best No, you just put it on top of the rice. And yeah, eat. well, you know, I guess we didn't all have Duffy money for scrambling, <laughs> but, you know. Hey, Duffy shouldn't have Duffy money. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. I can eat rice with anything. Rice is another one, man. Yeah, rice is cheap. It's easy. And you can add it to anything. But here's the problem with all of these things that we're bringing up. What's that? All of these broke-ass meals, as delicious as they sound, mm-hmm. are terrible for you. Right. Hot dogs and potatoes, rice yeah, and eggs. it's not the health-conscious choice. And being broke 30 years ago was so much easier because there wasn't the pressure, if you have kids, to yeah. feed your kids the right food. Like, the stuff my parents fed us just to get by. We had beef and skinny noodles. It was just ground beef, mm. skinny noodles, and salt. There was grated potato dumplings. It was Ooh. just dumplings, flour, potato-grated yeah. flour, boil it. Uh, we did the evening French toast, which I loved. But it was so bad for us. Yeah. Yet my parents never had anyone telling them, you know, you're doing terrible things to your kid, which is if you're a parent now and your kid goes to school and says, yeah, last night we had cereal for dinner and the night before we had hot dogs, onions, and potatoes, someone's going to be like, ooh, that's alarming. But the other problem you know- is like the, 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 the healthier food, it's going to be more expensive. Yes. And it's going to be less filling. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to fill a kid up. You're a growing-ass man up. Steamed broccoli and a piece of chicken ain't going to do it. But. You know what I remember having all the time as a kid, and I don't know if kids are still into this or if this was just really popular when we were young? Jello. For dinner? Not for dinner, but just like as like a snack. Like Jello is so nasty. It, but I remember having it all the time as a kid. Like our parents would make like those Jello jigglers. Or oh, Jello like, jigglers were big back in the day. But, well, but, like our parents did whatever Bill Cosby told them to do, which in retrospect. <laughs> but like that was kind of like one of those cheap things that had no really nutritional value to it. Right. But our parents like, yeah, just go eat a bunch of Jello. You'll be fine. Ugh. Yeah, I, my kids asked for Jello a couple they weeks do? ago, and we got it, and they haven't asked for Jello since. Yeah. It's disgusting. Uh, we got Facebook messages coming in. We got uh, messages on uh, Instagram coming in. Andrew, keep 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 alive. Doesn't matter. Andrew writes us beans and rice. So here's the thing. Oh yeah, sure. If you very Caribbean. Okay, yeah, but I can't make beans and rice. My wife makes an unbelievable beans and rice. Yeah, but my, they sell them already prepackaged. It's not the same. Well, I, bro, what do you Zatarans? Zatarans is not cheap. It's not, not bad, cheap, It's not as cheap as you think. But uh, even Wegmans has their own brand of that stuff. Wegmans Beans and Rice. Yes. Bro, they do their research. Yeah, no. I hear they send everybody to the Caribbean to learn how to put beans and you rice in You don't think box. they go on Danny's Yacht down to the Caribbean and learn how to do some beans and rice? No, there are some cultures that do broke food way better. Well, yeah, they can stretch. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, look, there's a lot of, anything with potato stretches, so mm-hmm. the Irish are good at doing that. You're right. You bring up the Caribbean stuff with the beans and the rice. And, and the most of your meats. base Italian stuff is pretty, you know, it's just noodles and sauce. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, we got Facebook messages coming in. Brett writes us. Brett. Uh, when has Brett ever been broke? I don't know. Brett the Hitman Hart went through some rough times, right? That is actual name. I don't know. Brett writes, we make pizza toast, sauce and a sprinkle of cheese on a piece of toast from the bakery clearance stores. God, I miss those. The toppings were whatever we had in the fridge or the pantry. Lots of canned mushrooms. I still make it for myself when I'm home alone. That sounds good. All right. Pizza toast? Not bad. It's a little piece of pizza. All right. I do love canned mushrooms. <laughs> There's something about whatever the mushrooms sit in that yeah. makes them taste better. Well, they just sit in more mushrooms. <laughs> no, but like, what's the liquid in the canned mushrooms? I think it's just a mushroom brine or something. Mushroom brine that comes yeah. naturally in the mushroom, you I, idiot. I think it oozes out of the mushroom when it's sitting in a can. If you 
tell me you can have something with fresh mushrooms from the garden or a can of mushrooms. I'm taking canned oh, I mushrooms. I go fresh all the time. No way. I want my mushrooms and my cheese from a can. <laughs> Mike writes, uh, Duffy, I heard you talk about chip beef on toast. Mm. My dad was in the Navy. That was a big-time part of our diet and made it a bunch. I made it a bunch when I had my first apartment with no money. Do most people know chip beef on toast? Like the corned beef and hash type of thing nope. that comes out of the can? No, 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 no. no. That's delicious, too. The chip cheap. beef is uh, it's very dried. It's a dried-out beef. Right. Um, it, there's like this dehydrated cream that you add water to. Right, right, And you right. put it over a piece of toast, and it's really salty. It is so good. You like that stuff? I love chip beef on toast. Why didn't you tell me? Bro? Why? Why is that of interest to you? Bro, I got these this new little um, discount kiosk. Get out of here! Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you can stretch your you stretch your money. What's it called? It's called Uncle Tommy's Salty Creamy, direct from the can to your mouth sauce. I really want chip beef on toast, though. I'm afraid my wife. It's. I'm afraid it's so busted. My wife won't know how to make it right. The other problem is when you eat stuff like that, you're gonna drink a gallon of water <laughs> afterwards because you've had so much salt in salt. your body. Bro, I don't want to know what all of the chippy fun toast I ate as a kid has done to my body. Oh, it, it tears it up. It, it can't be good. It's got to rip a hole in your colon. Do by WCMF. We're talking about your best broke ass dinners coming off of this statement on CNBC from the CEO of Kellogg's going, Hey, if you don't have enough money for groceries, eat cereal for dinner. <laughs> Bob's got the last word on CMF. Hey, Bobo, what's up, buddy? Hey, guys, how you doing? Good, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm about Tommy's age, and when I would go to my grandma's house as a kid, we would have what she calls a depression sandwich. It's basically bread and butter, and you sprinkle a little sugar on it. Because in the 20s, that's all they had. So bread, butter, and sugar. Why were you eating it? A little bit, sprinkle a little sugar on it, and it was called a depression sandwich. That's what she called it. So she would make this for you? Yeah. But it was the 1960s. No, no, she was born. She was no, but she was making it for you in the 1960s. The depression was over. Yeah, Yeah. long gone. Exactly. But that was, you know, we would go over there and she would, you know, make it for us. Your you grandmother know, didn't want you around. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's true. <laughs> to Bob's point, Bob, thanks yeah. for the call. I appreciate it. I don't it. want a sugar and butter sandwich. But I guess so as a kid, that's what you enjoy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's your kind of your yeah. norm. I mean, that was cinnamon mm-hmm. toast But how bad is that for you? Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. But, you know, you bring up the depression. My great-grandparents grew mm-hmm. up in the depression. Yeah, mine too. When I would go over to their house, she saved tinfoil till the day she died. So did my mm-hmm. mother. Folded I don't get it. it. Yeah. She would wash it, put it away, and she would make these massive, gigantic meals that looked like they cost a fortune, and she'd be rinsing the tinfoil. Yeah, it is gross. I want, now I want all of this busted food we're talking about. <laughs> a nice I mean, you can sandwich. have it. Well, no, like, I don't even know. A lot of it's still, you can go find it if you want. Do they still sell chip beef on toast? I think they still sell all that stuff in yeah, a can. And- a dried beef, you could probably I, I I remember it coming in a package, like a oh, paper yeah. package. I remember it was, it would be like in a glass jar where you could see it. Yeah. No, I want I want to put it all together myself. Okay. Yeah. You know, use my American hands to make my American chip beef on toast. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, so we don't have the exact reason why this woman was arrested for these allegations. But I'm sure, Tommy, you think you will know right away. I'm going to crack the case, baby. Well, an angry woman doing this at a local hotel, as far as some people are concerned... Can mean only one thing. What? What's interesting about this, however, if folks are stepping out on their partner, mm-hmm. there are lots of ways to get caught. In person seems to be the least likely way. Okay. You're hanging out in the break room. Monsters Classic Rock 96.5 WCMF. The story comes to us, Tommy, from Seneca Falls. Mm. Starts with the police being called to a hotel for reports of a woman making a scene. That's where police say they found that 48-year-old woman banging on a door. Okay. at the Notel Motel. That situation was settled down, and everyone went home. Mm-hmm. That is, except for that woman. Yeah. Because later, it was discovered, according to authorities, the woman had caused damage to someone's car in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. She says, they say she scratched it. We don't know how she scratched it. We don't know if she wrote any words in it. Oh, you know there were some words in it. <laughs> the 48-year-old woman was arrested. She was charged with criminal mischief. There has also been an order of protection issued against her. Mm-hmm. So, Tommy, yeah. when you hear all the details of these allegations, your first thought is... It, it, there's only one uh, There's only one conclusion. What's that? Somebody cheating. Okay. And it's at this point... Mm-hmm. We have to remind everyone we have no idea what mm-hmm. happened here. In fact, these are just allegations. Country woman. messing in a country motel. It could be cheating. It could be something else. Who knows, Tommy? Mm. But in a hypo- hypothetical situation similar to this one, yeah. if it was cheating, yeah. the story is a little bit strange. Because like back in the day, you could see this happening. Yeah. Right? Catching, all the time. Catching someone in the act. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, catching someone in the act of <clears> cheating <throat> seems rare. Well, you only have many options when you're actually going to get together. What do you mean? Like, I got to understand talking and communicating, but if you're you're actually going to bang midday, where are you going? Okay. Go ahead. I would think you'd be more likely to get caught in person because you're leaving probably more evidence behind as to where you'll be. See, that's why I think that's you're the least likely to get caught. Okay. Stay with me here. Mm. If you were going to cheat on a spouse, like Kimmy said, you're going to leave a trail. Right? An electronic trail. Yeah, 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 yeah. they're easier to discover. Messages on apps and emails, texts that can get traced, even if you think you're deleting them. Yeah. Things that can get left in cars that'll blow you in, etc. Right? The folks that get busted almost always get caught that way. And what I'm getting at is, if your spouse, your partner, catches you with text messages or Facebook messages, odds are 
they're going to find out about it before you either end up in the hotel okay. or after you ended up in the hotel. They're not going to sit on it. They're going to get it right away. Exactly. Think about the things that would have to line up for someone to catch a spouse cheating outside of their home while they were in the middle of it. That person would have to stumble upon those messages in the moment that you were on the way to the hotel to cheat on that person. They would know where you're going. They would meet you there while you were in the throngs of passion. Right. right? It seems almost impossible. For that to happen, if someone's going to get caught cheating, it's going to be through the evidence that they leave, not while they're cheating. Hmm. And there are only a handful of ways even catching someone in the act would be possible. One, the one we just brought up, they find the message while it's happening. Two, the person being cheated on follows their partner because they were suspicious. Okay. I guess that could happen. Or three, someone that they know, the person being cheated on, works at the hotel or around the hotel. And saw your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend walking in wherever they were. Yeah. And that could be the most likely getting busted by a mutual friend or an acquaintance. Hmm. Yeah. Word of mouth. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If, uh, let's say you're driving back to Pittsburgh today. Hmm. And uh, you see my wife getting out of her car, middle of the day, at the Del Monte Hotel. Mm-hmm. Right? You know she's supposed to be seeing patients. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm at home taking my nap, blissfully unaware that right. my wife could be doing something. Would you tell me? No. I mean, I figure she'd probably go into the spa or something. You would need like hard evidence yeah. to actually say something. Like I saw yeah, no, I wouldn't okay. think it's I wouldn't think it's yeah. anything suspicious. All right, so I come in the next day. I get it, but <laughs> So I come in the next day and go, Run oh, your goddamn mouth all the time. Everything's a big goddamn joke. No, I wouldn't say anything. You wouldn't wait, you're gonna see you see my spouse walking. But, but, but there's no evidence. It's just, let's she's say just, it's a different hotel. Let's say it's a courtyard Marriott, no spa attached. Courtyard's a little different story. You drive by the hotel, you see my wife walking in. She's got big old sunglasses on. She's darting her face back and forth. You telling me? You son of a bitch. After all we've been through, you're not going to tell me? I mean, I would have to tell you. Oh, man, it's such a... No, you wouldn't. You're not going to tell me. I mean, I... I I've, I've never had this experience. You know, I mean, I've, I've had buddies that cheated on their wives, and I was friends with... Both couples that I just kept my mouth shut. Sure. Knowing full well that this woman was getting cheated on, and I would literally sit at her dinner table and have dinner and hang out. Are you trying to look like the biggest piece of crap possible? Yes. Okay. But I can't. I guess I, guess I would have to tell you, but man, it'd be so awkward. I mean, I've, it's never happened to me. Okay, you would not tell me. I could tell by the look no, on your I face. No, I would tell right you. Now, I you would absolutely, I, you terrible friend, son of a. I tell you what, though, I would go through some channels first. What do you mean? I would talk to you. Oh, like you. Wait, don't... you're gonna make it worse. You're gonna spread well, rumors before I find not out. Not rumors. I, you're saying I, I get can't, advice. I'm not gonna tell my wife. Okay. Uh, because my wife and your wife are friends, mm-hmm. and I don't want to go down that road. Okay. Because I don't even know how that's gonna go. Gotcha. Um, because first of all, she's just gonna defend your wife. Well, I got cheated on. No, she's gonna say she wasn't cheating. She's gonna say no, that's not what you saw. Yeah, I know. There was probably a puppet show in that hotel that afternoon that she was really interested <laughs> in. I think I would talk to Kimmy first. Okay. And then I would talk to you. Kimmy, yeah. same situation. You see my wife walking see, in. I was going to say, I think it would make more sense for me to talk to you than you to talk to me. You've known him longer than I have. Yeah. yeah. I could understand, like, seeking your advice on would this be weird. But this is such a, de- this is like, like, you're really, this is such a delicate thing. Because yeah. let's say you're wrong. Yeah. And then. I don't want to accuse anybody of something. Nobody's going to like you. Plant a seed. You're not going to like me, and your wife's not going to like me. Like, I made two enemies 
in one afternoon. All right, first of all, you don't have to worry about us not liking you eventually. <laughs> Second of all, I'm not going to go to my wife and be like, Tommy said he no, saw. No, but she's going to, but even so, because let's say, let's say, I, let's say, I say, I, I think your wife is out cheating on you. Gallivanting. Gallivanting. And then you find out irrefutably it wasn't. Okay. Then you're going to come back, what the hell, is, well, what, what do you think, what did you think no. you saw? Because you, it would come back to me saying... I'm an idiot. I was wrong. You read too much into it. I wouldn't know. I would appreciate you looking out for me. Yeah, that's how that always goes. We've known each other long enough where I wouldn't get upset, you bitch. How dare you make me think my <laughs> wife is cheating on me? 252-WCMF, 252-9263. And this whole discussion gets us to a finer point. Mm. Again, we're talking about this woman. Uh, happened just east of us, 48 years old. Police were called to a local hotel for reports of her banging on a door and not leaving. Yeah. After everything got settled down, police left. And according to police, she didn't. They say that she scratched somebody's car in the parking lot. She was mm. arrested, charged for criminal mischief. There's also an order of protection issued against her. We don't know what happened, but Tommy immediately assumes somebody's messing around. We fail to realize how small our communities actually are. Oh. Like, for example, this story happened in Seneca Falls. Very tiny. Place. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. But Country even, town. But even in the greater Rochester area, if you were to go to a hotel with someone that was not your partner, mm. even in a town you didn't live in, the odds that someone you know or someone your partner you know sees you at some point is ridiculously yeah. high. Higher than you could imagine. Because I think of all the people who, first of all, work in hotels, right? Like the folks work on the front desk. You got the maintenance people there. You got folks working, doing construction, coming in and out all the time. You got delivery drivers, Uber drivers, food delivery people. And hell, just your car being in the parking lot. Yeah, but and hotels are normally in busy areas on top of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. Right? Like, how about your, my student was an honor student at Pittsburgh Menden is the one that blows up your marriage. I know. But what, usually you say, if you're going to cheat, get out of town. Don't, I mean, let's not help people. Oh, for God's sake, because nobody figured <laughs> yeah, that but out. You but, s- but, but go ahead. I busted my neighbor right. <laughs> in Ellicottville in the middle of the day on a fluke. We went down there for a visit, and there's my neighbor with some other chick on, on the back of his motorcycle. Did you say something? No, like, he looked at me, and I looked at him. Like We both were like <laughs> stunned, like, oh, my God, because that ain't your old lady, man. She don't dress like that. <laughs> that was your first thought? She had so much summer skin, bro. It's a Death Cab for Cutie song, and you ruined it for me. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Summer Skin? Summer Skin. Oh. Well, no, it's not about that. Oh. It's a nice, sad, <laughs> quaint song. You ruined it. <laughs> not cheating in Ellicottville? Kimmy, would you want to know if Tommy or I saw your husband walking into a hotel in the middle of the day? Uh, I think so, No yeah. shirt on, yeah. big old fire pants, <laughs> suspenders. Was he seeing you? Yeah, I'm pulling in too, baby. <laughs> so you would want us to tell you? Uh, yeah, I guess I'd want to know. Well, because even if you told me, like, let's say um, you saw my husband, I don't think it would be a bad thing to say I saw your husband here, because if I knew about it, I'd be like, oh, what is, how, how is he? Yeah, it's still how is he? <laughs> but it would still be I, an, an extremely awkward conversation, right? No, but you could yeah. just start it off by saying, it's not even like you would start it off like, I think he's cheating. You just say, I ran into your husband at so-and-so. Okay, no, no, no just I saw that. him. I saw, like, I drove by, and here comes, oh, okay. you know, Omaha beef walking in. You're not there. But middle it, it of the day. Be, you know what's weird though is if I saw your wife out somewhere, I would tell. I'd be like, "Oh, I saw your wife at." That would just be a natural thing okay. for me to come in and tell you I saw your wife out somewhere. So you wouldn't be suspicious if my wife was in a town that I don't live in, walking into a hotel in the middle of the day. That wouldn't even big no, sunglasses I, looking I around. Don't, <laughs> I don't think th- it would. Like if I saw your husband, yeah, I would have to first. 
Because usually, like, you leave the room for a little bit in the morning. Yeah. I would. I know. I would have to tell you first. No, do not throw that hot potato at me. I want no part of that. <laughs> that is true. You. The second you bring somebody else into it, it's now their problem, yes, too. You I, have to consider But that. I have to talk to somebody. I got to float this out there first because it's such potential dynamite. I got to see how this thing... No, you're just trying to drag me down with you, no, man. No, no, no. because no, no, I know no, no. how you be. Because you did this to someone we used to work with. You go, I think this is a problem. I think you should talk to him about it. Then you take vacation. And yeah, then you call the show and say it and hang up, and I got to deal with that landmine. You're right, you're right. But you know, you live and learn. You live and learn. But I, I think now, because who else can I tell? You should, you should just talk to her. You I don't want to. I don't want to. Mm. I got to rehearse it, man. I got to talk to. I got to. I got to get somebody else's opinion. But let's it, it, say, it can only be you. But let's say you get somebody else's opinion, and you both decide to do two different things. Like, let's say you say, nah, it's like a thought. I'm not going to say anything. Well, now Pat feels that guilt. He wants to say something. But and I'm also looking and for he's going to tell me and be like, I heard it from Tommy first, and I'm going to be pissed at you because you didn't oh, tell I, me I first. 100% blow you in, too. But I also, I'm also looking for an out to not tell you. No, but yeah, but I'm going to know that you knew. And I'm not the guy to come to for an out. you're the only person I could do that to because um, I can't tell my wife because my wife's well, you have to tell her. Right? You've got to do the right thing. Why are you making fun of your wife in a voice like that to do the right thing? No, but I mean, she's going to force... That bleeding. You have to put pressure on that yes, bleed. I She'll force my hand. And with you, you're not going to force my hand. I will force your hand. No, because you know, we, you and I have known people that have done this. Look at me in the face. Hmm. If you were to tell me that Kimmy's husband was walking into a hotel in the middle of the day, big-ass sunglasses darting around, I would tell you, you have to tell her. So don't tell yeah, me... What if I say, you know, he's, he's messing, but you know... How about, how about once okay, two times go away? How do you know that's the first time? It, it looked like it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, when well, he had a big sign cheating for the first time. Well, he had on big glasses. <laughs> he was looking around. <laughs> you know, what's funny is we have this discussion. What makes it even more dicey, you mm. know, getting recognized by someone doing yeah. something you shouldn't on your spouse. The person who spots you can get instant proof and share it with your partner in that oh, moment. Oh, you can't do that. No, you can. I mean, you can take a picture or a video. There are people that have been busted that way. But that's way. like you're a private detective yeah. now. Tommy, people love that kind of drama. Yeah, I know, but there's when... no way I'm taking a picture of your wife or your husband yeah. like that. And I'd be afraid uh, somebody would be like, eh, that's, that's fake or that's an old picture or, you know so what I mean? Like fake news. AI. I, I mean, there are people that would be in denial about it mm-hmm. and sure. I think would have a hard time accepting that evidence. Okay. I both know that there are people in our lives. Now, we wouldn't do it to each other because it's so dicey, but if you yeah. saw someone else's, I don't know, uh, ancillary to mm-hmm. this show, mm-hmm. right? Spouse walking into a hotel, you would absolutely whip your phone out and take a video <laughs> just to show me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or I if they were at a bar and somebody else had their hands on them, here comes the camera, click, click, click. Oh, yeah. So don't sit here and pretend you're too good for that. I'm going like Lady Di paparazzi on a, on a scooter. Probably could have gone with a different yeah. reference. Oh, my God. What, too soon? Too soon, oh, man. Oh, my God. It's been 20 years. The point I'm getting at with the pictures right. and the videos, right? Like your dad, for example, never had to worry about that. Oh. Had a maid. Even if someone your mother knew saw him walking out of a hotel arm around a woman making out with her in the filthiest way possible, when he got home and was confronted, he could tell your mom, wasn't me. Right. Was not me. That person was mistaken. It must have been somebody else. And there was no way your mother could have been proven wrong. Right. What's funny is like with the way we're all connected now, mm-hmm. right now is the easiest time in human history, if you wanted to, to cheat on someone. It is also, at the same time, the easiest time ever to get caught cheating on someone. So I wonder if cheating's down. 
No, remember we had a study the other day that said cheating was at the highest point it's ever mm-hmm. been in American history, wow. but it was a self-reported study, and like yeah. we said, right. people in the 60s weren't as open with what they were doing. Yeah. So who knows? The guys had like side families that were famous. That's how good the economy was. You could support two families. On one cheating income. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. So the Buffalo Sabres announced yesterday improvements to Key Bank Arena that'll be coming next season. And it's something, Tommy, that's been needed for a while. The place is falling apart. Tommy, the game day experience the last few years has been awful. Yeah. You combine that with how poorly the Sabres have been playing for the last decade, mm. and <laughs> folks have stopped coming out. So the big news that got people excited yesterday. What did I get? The Sabres are getting a new center ice video scoreboard. Okay. State of the art. Much bigger. They're going to have the little screens underneath for the bottom rows. Like That's like the new touch. Okay. Uh, According to uh, the report yesterday, it's modeled after what the Maple Leafs have in Toronto. That looks really cool. The nice fancy scoreboard. You got it. So that's big. Big time. Very exciting because that scoreboard's like 15, 20 years old that they have now. I guess I didn't realize their scoreboard was that outdated. Not new. It's yeah. manual, right? Like there's little guys inside, uh, like they do at Fenway. I think that would be does, more fun. All right, watching guys fall out of their to their death. Oh, uh, going to overtime. Play around him. Play around him. <laughs> does the scoreboard really change your game watching experience? Yeah, so, like, is that going to change you wanting to go to a game? Yeah, my seats are rank. What do I care about the right. damn board? Well, no, I mean, well, yes, I think the scoreboard does. <clears throat> I don't know if it would for me. No, I love right. the team. It's yeah. not going to change whether or not I go to the game. It could for some people. Okay. All right, but the other. They said improvements, okay. so it's more than one. Were they jazzing up? The other big announcement they made yesterday, the arena is getting a new roof. Roof? Getting a roof? Yeah. Here's the thing. Sabres fans have been demanding a new roof for the last couple of years. Did it leak? No, I'm kidding. Who cares if they're getting a new roof? So it's just a raggedy roof? I guess. Why would you include new roof in the press release? Oh, go ahead. I get that roof is important. Well, you got a good roof experience. I appreciate it. A hockey game. Has there been a Sabres fan the last 10 years who's been like, you know, I'd go to the game and spend money on tickets if they could manage to get one of them new high-tech roofs that the NHL's been seeing? So they're they're not sinking any money into, like, the bathrooms, the 
beverages, so the, it, the restaurants. It's possible. that Now, the food and the beverages have been changed this year, and they did a great job. Okay. Like the food this year at the arena has been light years different than it's been the last couple of years. They do a hot dog of the night, which has been very fun. What are your fantasies? But, uh, I mean, Tommy, this arena, it's going to be 30 years old. So it sounds like you well, need a new arena. Yes. But and now, I, the, now that the Bills are getting a, a new stadium, they're going to start crying for theirs. Well, but it's the same owner, so you can't really be like, well, they're getting it because you're the one who got it. <laughs> but I mean so, to the state. Like, they're going to go to the state and go, hey, man, we need a new arena. Good luck. So I'm wondering if some of these improvements, though, are less about hockey and more about concerts and shows and things like that. Because I'm guessing, I mean, the the scoreboard could really change your your concert experience yes. along with, like, the roof and whatever they can do with that. I don't know if that also you know, limits shows coming to town. You're right, but I mean, the Key Bank Center gets all of the big shows yeah, that come to right. upstate New York, and I don't know how many music fans are going to be like, you know, oh, I'm not going to that show because that arena well, no, sucks. If it's I, your artist, you're going. But it seems like maybe those would have more of an effect on that kind of a experience in there rather than, a, that, rather than the Sabres. I don't know. It's a good question. You know, you brought up, Tommy, the Sabres may need a new arena, which they've been arguing for the last couple of mm. years. What makes it worse for the Sabres? Yeah. How well the Bills have been playing. Oh, yeah. Look, compared to other NFL stadiums, Highmark is at bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. And you know I love it, but it's a concrete monster with almost no amenities. Yeah. The food inside that stadium is god-awful. Yeah, terrible. But season tickets are sold out because the team's so good. Well, you got Josh Allen. And that success that. led to getting a new building. Right. The arena the Sabres play in, like we said, it, despite it being old, it's 25 years younger than Highmark Stadium. Wow. It was built in 96. I believe Highmark was built in 1972. But, but you're saying, but the product on the ice is, yeah. has been subpar for 10 years? And that's the problem. Unless the Sabres <clears throat> manage to go on a run over the next couple of years, talk of a new arena in Buffalo is completely pointless. Because when you watch the games, especially on weeknights, mm-hmm. there are whole sections with just sprinklers and fans. empty. Not quite empty, but, yeah, like, but there's just like a guy like, hello. <laughs> hello over there. So like there's no way that yeah. the Pagoulas could go to New York yeah. State and say we yeah. need a new arena because there aren't people going to this arena. And it's a, it's a full adult male younger than the stadium they're replacing at Orchard Park. So you're going to be stuck with this stadium for years. It's possible unless the Sabres get good and they can manage to get the fan support behind them to build something new. But, they keep but getting- even if they built something new, how would, you, how, uh, would they just knock this down and build a new one in its place or would they – Build a new one somewhere else. Well, you get a lot of space down in that area where you. Yeah, can but what not... do you do with that old stadium? The old hockey arena. Yeah, you take it. It's you right on take the water. it down. Yeah, because that's what they did to the old odd. The odd was across, across mm-hmm. the street from what they have now. Do they ever take things down and then place someplace else and put the, the same stadium back? So it has happened before, but I don't know where the Sabers would be able to play unless they played their games in Toronto, and nobody uh, wants that. Yeah. Could you play like at a college? No, not like you wouldn't be able to. Well, they're not drawn. Not nothing around here. So it's funny you bring this up. Um, The Arizona Coyotes is your fun hockey fact of the day. They their lease at the arena they played in was up. Mm. They demanded a new stadium, and because nobody goes to Arizona Coyotes games, the state was like, "Go take a dump in a hat." Okay. They are currently playing at the University of Arizona College Teams Rink, which is about the size of the Policini Center at RIT. Is it? Is it? 
it's, it's Arizona State, right? It's, it's what I said, it, right? I think you said University. Excuse me, Arizona. Arizona State. I think. So yeah. what do they do with that hockey arena? Uh, they play in it, and it seems No, like, I mean, the, yeah. the fancy one they have. They, they, do it's they just, tear it down, or is I it still there? I don't know what they're doing with it. It's there. They didn't want to pay to be there, so... So they just basically lost their lease and threw them out? Yeah, the, the, the Coyotes played the worst game of poker ever, mm-hmm. being like, well, you have to build this a stadium, and they were like, nah. So oh. they're playing in, is it like 3,500 so- seats? So the, the average I, NHL arena seats about eighteen to twenty thousand, and they're playing in a college college gymnasium, essentially almost, or a yes. barn. Yes, wow, how humiliating! Huge. I mean, I would think like the NHL doesn't want that, right? You would think, but the NHL is like, oh no, we're really All happy right. with the situation, and we're working on getting a new old school there. hockey. I mean, look, it would be awesome to go watch yeah, a game. Yeah, I mean, that's a really unique experience. Intimate. Because yeah. you could talk to the guys and stuff. <laughs> but could you imagine? See how their families are. Could you imagine you work your whole life, yes. right? Because, you know, like, I mean, we know a couple of guys that made it to the show, right? The Gianta brothers, Ryan Callahan. Mm-hmm. Like, you work your whole life, you sacrifice only to end up in Arizona playing in an mm-hmm. arena that's probably smaller than where you, play, where you played college yeah. or junior hockey. Ooh, yeah. They play that's for those sad. big programs, yeah. <sighs> All right, so uh, if you're headed up to the Sabres games next season... Bring a blanket. (laughs) Enjoy your new screens and your new roof. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 